Hey mama, welcome back to the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. I'm Jenna, Jesus follower, coffee lover, and tiny human raiser. If you're ready to reclaim joy in motherhood, find purpose in your season, and learn how to embrace life as a fully connected, fully engaged, truly joy-filled mama, then you've come to the right place. Together, we will dive into the struggles we face in postpartum and motherhood, reveal truths that will carry us through the hard stuff, and discover the joy-filled life we were meant to have. So refill your coffee, throw that AirPod in, because I know you're probably multitasking a million and one things right now, and let's dive in. And welcome back to another episode of the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. I'm so excited that you're here this week. I'm so excited about November. We are kicking off a postpartum series in honor of my sweet birdie Violet who turns one this month. I really can't even believe that it's already been a year and that we're about to have two toddlers running around. That is a little bit crazy to me. (laughs) Before we kick off this week's episode, I want to read our review of the week. This week's review is a five-star review from ANBR749, and she says, I love it. I am a mother of two young children. I was feeling very lonely in motherhood when I found this podcast. I love it because I feel very identified. Thank you for leaving that review. I'm so glad that you feel seen and known and I hope that you feel loved and you are definitely not alone. We are all in this together. And if that was you, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, that was my review. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook or even email me at jenna at jennagriffith.co. I have a gift for you. It means the world to me when you guys share and review this podcast. And so I just want to say thank you in every way I can. So I have a gift for you if you'll email me or DM me on Instagram and I will get that to you just to say thank you. Okay, so I wanted to start this series off by sharing my number one piece of advice for new moms. If you are a new mom, if you're about to have a baby, you're newly pregnant, if you find yourself at all in this new mom season of life, this episode and honestly this whole series is for you. My number one piece of advice is, ready? Uncomplicate it. I don't actually know if uncomplicate is a word, but I didn't, I wanted to get the point across that we complicate so many things about motherhood, so we need to uncomplicate it. After I had Miles, I spent every feeding session, every pumping session, every single late night wake time on Pinterest and Google and reading blog posts about what milestones my baby should be hitting or how much he should be eating and sleeping and what gadgets and things I should be using and all of that. And I thought that it would help me feel more ready and help me feel more prepared and help me know what I was doing and feel more confident in myself. But honestly, it only left me feeling more stressed out and more anxious and doubting myself even more than I already was when I would read these blog posts or read things that said that my baby should be hitting 
XYZ. And then when my baby was quote unquote late to hit milestones or growth spurts, it made me so insecure and it made me doubt myself. And I just want to pause right there and say that just so you know, generally speaking, babies are on their own timeline and they're not they're they're not late on milestones or things. Obviously, if, you know, if a baby is extremely late, then yes, see a doctor, whatever, consult with a professional, but in general, as far as like little things like rolling over or smiling or I got so consumed with wanting Miles to hit these milestones exactly when the things that I read and the articles that I read said that he should hit them and then it made me feel so anxious and stressed out and unsure of myself when he wasn't hitting those milestones or those growth spurts and they all came eventually but it just if it didn't happen right when this article that I read said it would happen I would start to feel nervous or stressed out and it just, it created really toxic thought patterns for me, and it made me doubt myself. Motherhood doesn't come with a manual, and honestly, I think that's a good thing. So I'd say the first step of uncomplicating or simplifying motherhood is just to put down the gadgets, put down the blog posts, put away the, the articles and the manuals that people have tried to write for us. Because like I said, motherhood doesn't come with a manual, and that's okay. I think we spend a lot of time wanting to do it like somebody else or wanting to, you know, we see Instagram posts and we see blog posts and we see people posting about this, their highlight reels, and then we take our reality, our everyday, and we compare it to somebody's highlight that they put out on to social media or into the world and we expect our every single moment to be like their one, like an Instagram picture is one millisecond of their day, you know? And because of social media and technology, honestly, it's it's given us so much room for comparison. And it can be a really healthy tool, but at the same time, it can also be extremely damaging for us. The next thing that I would say, if you are feeling like you hear me talk about simplifying motherhood, you hear me say uncomplicate motherhood, and you're like, oh my gosh, that is me. I have been complicating it so much. I have been spending every feeding on Instagram or on Pinterest looking at stuff and reading blogs. If that's you and you relate to that, the next thing that I would say that you need to do is just Begin to tune in to the instincts that you have and trust your gut. Mother's intuition is a real and powerful thing. Honestly, I might get some flack for this, but you don't need an app to tell you if your baby's happy. You don't need an app to tell you if your baby has eaten enough food. I saw that now they have scales that for breastfeeding moms that... You can weigh your baby before and after they eat to see how many ounces they're eating to make sure they eat enough. And while that is a great tool if you have a baby who is losing weight or if you have a baby who is um, acting malnourished or you know isn't, isn't eating enough, that can be a great tool if you need that intervention. But in general, 
if you are, you know that you're producing a good supply of milk and your baby is latching well and seems happy after they're done feeding, then that's sign enough. That's that's enough to tell you that you did it. You fed them enough. You don't need to go weigh them before and after. And obviously, hear me correctly, this is just an example. And there are times when that kind of intervention is needed. But I'm just speaking in general. If everything is going well, if you're producing, if you're breastfeeding and you're producing enough milk and your baby has learned how to latch properly, then you don't need something like that to tell you how to mother. Because what happens is when we depend on those th- those gadgets and the, the technology, when we depend on it so much, we get out of tune with our innate abilities to know our baby and to know when they need something. And I can speak on this because I've been on both ends of the spectrum When I had Miles, I was completely dependent on every outside source to tell me how to do it. After I, when I had Birdie, I kind of went the opposite direction and intentionally did not go on Pinterest. I intentionally did not read blog posts about where my baby should be at. I I really focused on her and I really focused on learning her and learning her cues and if you didn't know, babies actually have cues that tell us, like they have different types of cries that will tell us if they're hungry or if they're uncomfortable or if they're sleepy. So I just really spent way more time focusing on her and learning her and focusing on her and I's bond. And that I think did so much good for us. And it did so much good for myself mentally. I I was way more sure of myself. And I think that comes anyways with the more kids you have, the more you just kind of learn to go with the flow. But I wish that I would have known this, you know, the first time around that I can know my baby's cues and I can know, you know, it's a really cool bond, the bond between a mother and a baby. And we do have God-given natural motherly instincts and because of technology and social media and just the way that our world is now we've kind of gotten really out of tune with those innate abilities you know we've become dependent on the gadgets and the technology and knowledge is power (laughs) but I would say if you like to plan Do so by educating yourself and becoming knowledgeable on baby cues and the the relationship between a mother and a baby and how to nurture that bond and how to know what to look for when your baby is crying. Plan by praying over yourself and praying over your baby and asking God for discernment and for wisdom when it comes to caring for your new baby. Babies are simple. (laughs) They're not easy. (laughs) They are simple. And they are smart. They will tell you when when they need you. They'll tell you when they're upset. We just have to learn to be in tune with them. We have to learn to put the phone down and put the computer away and shut off the outside world 
and just listen to them, you know? Those first couple months, those first couple weeks with your baby, honestly, turn off the outside world. Simplify it and just spend time getting to know your baby and learning your baby and eliminate as many distractions as you can. That's one thing that I did. And so when people ask me like, what what baby stuff do you recommend? And I'm like, honestly, especially if you're planning to breastfeed, all you need is a good baby lounger for them to lay in. You need some diapers. You need some clothes, maybe some burp rags, and you're good. That's really all you need. Just simplify it. Go back to your innate abilities. Go back to your your motherly instincts and tune into that. Because I think before we become moms, you know, we hear about mother's intuition and we think that it's just some silly thing. But I'm here to tell you that it's real and and we can tune into it. And there's a special bond between a mother and her children. It's just you can't describe it until you feel it. But it's just that that knowing inside of you that you know what your baby needs and you know that you can give it to them and you know that that you are enough for them. That brings me to my last suggestion is just remember that you're equipped and you're enough and you are able to give your baby what they need without all the gadgets. The gadgets are cool. The The blog posts are helpful, obviously, but I would say marry the two together. Start with your intuition. Start with your God-given ability to mother your child and use the tools, use the technology, because we do have a lot of, of great opportunity that, that more than any other generation of mothers but if we're not careful, we'll depend too much on on the technology and on the tools and on on the gadgets and and the outside influences and we'll stray and become out of tune from our, our ability to be mothers and our ability to know exactly what our baby needs. Are you happy? Are you taking care of yourself? Is your baby eating and sleeping and pooping? <laughs> because in these few first few weeks, in this this first, the fourth trimester, you know, is what they call it. That's really all you need to focus on is you and your baby. Are you happy? Are you meant how how is your mental health? How are you emotionally? Are you feeling stressed out? Maybe try eliminating some outside voices and just get back to the root of of spending time with you and your baby and bonding with your baby and learning their cues, learning what they need, and just trust yourself. Trust your gut. Trust who God has made you to be because if you've been around for any length of time, you've probably heard me say that you and your baby are a match, a perfect match made in heaven. God matched you two together. God placed you two together and believe in that and trust that. Trust that he gave you what you need to be 
everything you need to be for your baby. You can use the gadgets. You can use the tools. You can, you know, you can listen to the blog posts and the Pinterest articles and all of those things. They're, they're great and they're helpful, of course. But don't depend on them more than you depend on your natural God-given ability to be a mother. Are you happy? Are you healthy? Is your baby happy? Is your baby healthy? That's all That's all you need in these first few weeks. That's all you need postpartum is just to focus on you and your baby and tune into your instincts and trust your gut because this time, I've heard it said before and I really love, I don't remember who said it, but when a baby is born, you know, two people are actually born. A baby and a mother is born. Probably if this is your first baby, and I think after every baby, a new version of ourself is born. So just like your baby is learning, you know, how to be in the world, and just like you're learning how to care for your baby and what they need, you're also learning how to be this new version of yourself. And so give yourself grace and just simplify it. Have reasonable expectations and have grace for yourself and simplify it. I hope that you leave feeling like you've got this because you do. If you are about to be a mom, if you're about to have a baby, if you are newly pregnant or new into motherhood, I hope that you're reminded today that you have what it takes and just simplify it, uncomplicate it, and trust yourself and trust your baby. Your baby's pretty smart. They'll tell you what they need. (laughs) They'll tell you if they're hungry. They'll tell you, okay? (laughs) Praying joy, unspeakable joy over you today and always and praying that you face whatever life brings at you with the joy of the Lord as your strength. I love you and I'll see you next week.